You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. What's up, everybody? You're listening to another fantastic episode of Kaiju Paradise. We are back with a brand new episode, finally, after long last. My name is Cap Nunn, and across from me is my co-host, Chris Morrison. Hello, everyone. And uh, when we uh, last did a a Kaiju episode, we talked about where we were in 1998 when uh, America, the U.S., finally got to release their own Godzilla movie. Yes, and, one of the greatest uh, movies. Oh God, ever made. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack with that one, as they say in a lot of podcasts. I th- I was doing uh, some research on uh, you know everything uh, leading up to it, and uh, apparently before the Heisei series uh, wrapped up with uh, Godzilla versus Destroya, uh, that's when uh, Toho uh, sold uh, the rights. To uh, Godzilla, to I think it was TriStar or something like mm. that. But uh, creative differences with various directors, you know, uh, made the process very difficult until they finally, uh, until uh, I guess whoever's in charge of the a whole process settled on Roland Emmerich, yeah, director of Independence Day. Hey man, he made really good movies. Yeah, exactly. Nothing and wrong then, with Independence Day. And then Day. he made this movie. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with like you know uh, Roland Emmerich and uh, the main writer of Independence Day is that it's supposed to it's all spectacle. And even though they had, I think they had pretty solid characters in Independence Day. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh yeah, fucking Jean Reno, Matthew Broderick. Uh, like, oh, I'm talking about <laughs> Independence Day. Godzilla, oh, not so much. Oh, man. I, love, I love the cast of Godzilla, but the, oh, the, cast, all, of, the cast of fucking Independence Day is fucking solid. It's, yeah, Independence Day is solid. And Godzilla, it's like fucking Simpsons uh, voice <laughs> actors. All, yeah, Hank, is, Hank Azaria. <laughs> and fucking Harry Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all on set, and they're just like, hey, we're making a Godzilla movie. You guys want to be in it? <laughs> yeah, really. Our big movie star we can afford is, is uh, fucking uh, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Ferris Bueller was the shit back in the day. Yeah, and they kept, I remember... Uh, then, he kept, I, then Matthew Broderick kept making really weird films. Yeah, we did that on. producer's movie that was really solid, but... Yeah, but before that, he had made a movie uh, about him fucking a student. <laughs> this is really weird. Called, I don't remember this. It's called Election with him and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. It is a wild-ass movie. Jesus. <laughs> he just loses his fucking career. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Well, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know if I do want to check that out. <laughs> it's, it's a weird fucking movie. Okay. But yeah, I remember this as clear as day when uh, Godzilla came out, the 98 version. I know we touched on this in the last episode, but this is important because it te- it kind of uh, spawns what happens later on within uh, within the franchise. So uh, I remember like so many uh, posters and so many commercials, yeah. you know, teasing this movie. Well, there was the uh, the song. Yeah, it was. It P- was Cashmere from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It was sampled into a rap song. Yeah, with P Diddy and yeah. Jimmy Page uh, got his paycheck and played on the track yeah. too. And you know, it, sound, it sounds exactly like Cashmere. Yeah, and I remember seeing an interview with that where P Diddy was just like, "I watched this commercial for Led Zeppelin's greatest hits, and I found what I was looking for." <laughs> yeah, that's where you found it. Yeah, on a Time Life commercial at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. 
I will say, like, uh, just going in the ratings wise, uh, this movie is currently on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, Netflix is kind of like the bargain bin of streaming services today, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they want, they said out loud what they wanted to do, and that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, this one um, had a box office of three hundred seventy-nine million. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Yeah, I think they. I think it was like one hundred eighty was like their uh, budget, mm-hmm. and they. It currently holds a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 2.1 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Yes. But Google, 70% of all Google users like this movie. It's it's a fun movie. It's fun in an Independence Day kind of way, but of course people hated it for, you know, for a lot of reasons. Number one, the creature itself does not look anything no. like the classic, you know, no. Gojira Toho monster. Yeah, so no, the Godzilla this looks really fucking weird. It's very it's slender, it has the iguana face cuz that's essentially what it is. Uh what they uh, kind of allude to in the movie is that it's a giant, you know. Well, it doesn't even look like an iguana, like an iguana has a short face close to its eyes like this this has a protruding upper and lower jaw but if you watch the movie they kind of cut back and forth in that grainy uh, orange you know uh you know nuclear test Mm -hmm. footage where it's just uh, an iguana just looking back and forth yeah but yeah you're right it you know kind of looks like an iguana looks kind of like a dinosaur it looks straight up shitty yeah (laughs) and that it's all cgi and this and of course you know it's it's essentially jurassic park yeah um now with like the whole like godzilla like monster verse this is like dead fucking last of yeah. most like hardcore Godzilla fans, which I think is hilarious. I know, um, even though it and even though it made money, nothing was greenlit for a sequel or anything. Even though you know it, it, it made you know it made money and everything too, and I'm sure merchandising was just. Oh, I had the merchandise. I did too. I had, I had the, the Godzilla I, toy and everything. Did you have the one where you put the hand had the handle on the back and the buttons and it, it would stomp? Yeah, and it would open its mouth. It was the exact the tail weight tail mm-hmm. rag. Because this came out of like uh, maybe a year or so after the Lost World Jurassic Park, and they had the exact same mechanics in their mm-hmm. T Rex toy, which I also had. That's what. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Would you consider? Uh, I know we're going to stick to like Toho, uh, Godzilla, and stuff like that. But would you consider Jurassic Park kaiju movies? Shit. Well, they are giant beasts by definition, right? Yeah. If we're going by the uh, the definition of uh, kaiju, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just well, especially the Lost World where uh, the the uh, the T Rex is, you know, rampaging. What was it, San Francisco or something like that? At the very end, yeah, destroying buildings and rotting up on people's houses and eating their dogs. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, man. The Lost World, man. I haven't seen that in so long, and like it kind of just flows back in because that one had uh, that reminded me of how badass. You know those things could be, especially mm-hmm. especially when like the humans just arrive and start catching these goddamn things. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn, these things didn't stand a fucking chance. That's, that's the thing about this movie. Is like, if you were like a dinosaur nut, like I was when a kid, the Lost World was the shit because you brought uh you know all these like dinosaurs that would you know all these plant eating dinosaurs that would just fuck up people too, like the the Pachycephalosaurus that had the uh, giant dome that would just ram that one dude through his car. Oh yeah, yeah just, like, <laughs> it, it reminded me like so my buddy had goats. Yeah, up and dude, watching them fucking goats just walk up behind you and you know, like tap you in the back of the knee and drop you to your knee. Yeah, dude, that's fucking serious, man. That's, that's the same goddamn thing it is. Exactly, <laughs> just a, just a giant bipedal goat with a little bit more uh, force behind its head. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, going into the whole millennium era, uh, this is a great kickoff, I really think, because before this, the last one we had was, uh, I believe, 1995's Godzilla versus Destroya. Yeah, and that which was... Which is on HBO Max. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the whole plan with Toho was that they didn't want... They were going to put that to bed for, like, another 10 years or something like that before they were going to try to, uh, you know, make another Godzilla movie. And they were just going to trust the hands of TriStar and, all, and mm-hmm. uh, the American studios to keep their uh, version of Godzilla going. But... The backlash was so fucking strong that Toho went, "Oh shit, we better uh, <laughs> we better uh, get work fast and put together another movie to uh, you know re- to kind of uh, you know erase this." It's like the turnaround between the American Godzilla and the Godzilla two thousand, as it would mm-hmm. be uh, referred to uh, later on, was super quick. Like I remember uh, the trailers for uh, this one when it was released in the U.S., because this got a theatrical release in the U.S., Godzilla mm-hmm. 2000 did. Yeah. It was just so quick because of the backlash. I remember as a as a kid like watching that going like, oh, okay, well, I guess uh, we're going to get a cool Godzilla again in so many words, you know? Well, like, it, I will say, uh, of all the generations we're doing, uh, the Millennium Era is very short. There's only about six or seven movies, uh, if you count the 1998 I Godzilla think, movie. Yeah, th- yeah, if you count that, it's like 1998 through yeah. 2004. Four. And, you know, TriStar coming back to help the Toho franchise with Godzilla 2000. Okay. Um, they came back to do help produce the movie. Gotcha. Uh, I'm it, sure it they been, with- I imagine it was free. Yeah. <laughs> it was a paper. Yeah, really. They're like, hey, our bad, Toho. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is this is actually the first like Toho one since 1995, um, Godzilla Millennium 2000. Yeah, um, from Toho Studios, 24th film of the Godzilla franchise, the first film in the franchise of the Millennium period. Um, did you go see this in the theaters when it I came? I did out? not. I did. Uh, I was, was that kid. I, I saw it on VHS tape in 2003. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I was there like opening day, and it was yeah. like uh, in ja- in the uh, theater we would go to in Jackson, Tennessee, and. Of course, it wasn't packed. It's a Japanese uh, Godzilla movie, and by this time, you know, I, talking about the Jurassic Park movies, I think uh, bringing all that into the picture is important as well. Because now, as a kid, we're as you know, people our age, and you know, you included probably as well. It's like we're used to seeing dinosaurs and giant monsters on screen that look really good, you know. So uh, seeing a guy back in a rubber suit. In a two thousand, in a movie in uh, in the year two thousand, was strange on the big screen for a lot of you know uh, you know dinosaur and monster movie fans too. What what sucked was the VHS copy we had had no English. Oh, so you watched fucking captions? No, just just straight up Japanese. And I was just like, "What the fuck am I watching?" It's still it's it's an entertaining movie. It is. You can only assume what the fuck they're saying, but. I, will, uh, I was reading the uh, facts about this before we started, and uh, I saw that this was the last theatrical release of a Godzilla movie. In the U.S., yep. For, uh, for the longest time, before the Shin Godzilla of the Toho series. Right. Um, I was I was there. Me and uh, maybe 30 people in the movie theater, <laughs> but still. This one, an had, this one had a neat plot. It kind of reminded me of like, some of like the Godzilla 2 or um, what they revamp later for Godzilla, yeah. the American version. The, um, a lot of, uh, I think there are there a pair of storm wa- storm watchers essentially, but it's Godzilla that yeah, they're chasing. It's the, it's the Godzilla prediction, uh, prediction network, right? I remember seeing that because that was the only part that was captioned. What's well, kind of English? Well, it's kind of like uh, with uh, the, the latest movie with King Kong, where they're like uh, <laughs> the their prediction site, where it's like all conspiracies and stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's. 
it kind of you know paves the way for is Godzilla our friend? Is Godzilla the enemy? And then I remember I remember one special thing about it because uh, I had saw it and then I didn't notice until later on until I finally saw the English dubbed version. Uh, they had um, what was it called? Full Metal Missiles or some shit in it? Oh wow! <laughs> it was part of the Japanese Defense Force that tried to stop them. And I remember like um, I think a UFO appears in this movie. It's been a long time since oh, I've no, seen this. I remember I remember the UFO too. Like this was like. Um, you know, it was just advertised as Godzilla and nothing else really in any of the previews or anything leading up to it. So the fact that we got like an enemy monster for him to fight was a, pl- a pleasant surprise. But yeah, it was a UFO uh, at first that morphed into like a tentacled. It looked like the creature from uh, Attack of the Clones, kind of. Yeah. But with like a bigger jaw that would just, you know, uh, unhinge like mm-hmm. a snake. Yeah. Um, there are a little bit subtle differences. Um, there was, um, it's kind of hard to say, Joe Dante. Um, he wanted to do another sequel to this. So, and, and they pulled him from that, I think. Yeah, I think uh, this, what's weird about like this series in, in uh, particular is that uh, every movie feels like a reboot of mm. like the the classic you know gojira 1954 movie mm. where it's just like uh this is the repercussions of that and nothing else from any of the other movies is canon yeah um you know and going back to this ichiro honda is no longer a part of it really no um, they kind of go through like they kind of go through like several directors in this series yeah, not there's there's uh, masaki tezuka is the last um want to do two of them in the Millennium series. The rest are just different directors, even different uh, production guys. And different suits yeah. <laughs> at the yeah. time, too. Yeah, and I think that, uh, was the bad guy? Orga? Orga is the, what the creature, what the UFO becomes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, right on the heels of that with 1999, in the year 2000, uh, Toho decided to release another one because they're fairly, uh, I imagine these are fairly cheaply to make. Yeah, exactly. Um, Godzilla versus... Megagirus. Megagirus. Well, before we jumped into that, uh, what were your thoughts? I mean, we talked about uh, you about uh, what was your your experience with VHS? But after you watched it, were you like uh, into that in two thousand three as a monster movie fan? Were you uh, you said you were entertained, but were your thoughts you know as I, I a- was I wasn't as blown away you know because I had saw the nineteen ninety eight and I'm a kid mm-hmm. and I'm just like it's it's not as good as that one and I'm just like ah fuck it you know now now I'm just adult now I'm just like man that was a terrible fucking movie I know as Ameri- as American audience that have been wa- that grew up on Jurassic Park and you know good looking monsters that look realistic enough other than a guy in a suit that's kind of where we all were I think you know yeah just um, what bothered me about the 2000, 2000 one, um, or 1999 one, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the delay of me not seeing it, but compared to the rest, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't add to the story really. It's another, like you said, another revamp, another, um, redo mm-hmm. overall. But they kind of add in little like uh, special effects here and there too. Cause now we're starting to integrate a little bit of CGI in our, uh, rubber-suited monster universe, like the when the UFO uh, first appears, it's uh, it's CGI, but about you know 2000, 1999 quality CGI that you know, uh, spill like you know that they don't have the Spielberg budget for that for that kind of technology at this no point. No one had that fucking budget. Nobody did. No. Um, I saw this movie. Um, I showed you a trailer of the movie Zarkor. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a a knockoff 
kaiju movie that made no goddamn sense. <laughs> um, a little offensive in some parts. <laughs> oh my god, it's a poster worker. He's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I had saw the preview of that movie on the tape i had yeah <laughs> and i don't know if you remember i always thought that was the exciting part about getting a vhs tape was the previews at the beginning oh dude that's what that's how my fandom started as a little kid was getting that king kong versus godzilla videotape and then after the credits it was like a collection of 50s 60s monster movie trailers everything from mm-hmm. beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms to you know godzilla versus king kong yeah uh i remember seeing like like, this is just kind of a broad thing, but I remember seeing trailers from movies I've never seen. Yeah. And I've asked to this day, I don't even know what the fuck they are. That Those are probably, sometimes the trailers, those like old 50s trailers are like the mm-hmm. most fun part of those movies. Uh, there's actually a website you can go into online if you type in the movie that you had. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you the trailers that popped up in that VHS copy. Like a, the, like, I remember like the Them trailer and that yes, kind of the, thing. the Ants. The yep. giant ants that made like a weird noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Or a robot monster where it's just uh, the gorilla suit with the fucking astronaut helmet. Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> it's That's so been a minute. <laughs> but but no, it, like overall, like for a Toho series, you know, going in, it it's a great start. You yeah. Know, considering like they don't come back to, again until like Shin Godzilla. And, and as a Godzilla fan at that age, of course, uh, when this came out, I must have been, you know, 12, 13, something like that at this point, too. So I was kind of like, you know, over at that point. That was like the, when the, that's another thing about the 98 uh, Godzilla movie, too. That was one of those where after I watched it, I went, is this still cool? You know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, was it's I a, wrong all these years? It's a niche thing. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, it's um, kind of like when you see episode one of uh, Star Wars and you're like, is this still good? I don't know anymore. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it's um, go like they do enhance the look. They have you know yeah. the, the modeling. They give him like huge spikes on his back mm-hmm. at this go around, like more like uh, circular this yeah. time around. And they kind of make his uh, his eyes bigger, mm-hmm. and they round off his uh, jaw and make it, it looks more like a frog with teeth. Yeah. He, he's a little bit less cartoony looking, almost. Um, Not, I, I remember the toys for this one like yeah. my buddy had a few because he was a big godzilla fan um but this is around the time you know i'm probably 11 12 yeah. years old i'm kind of getting out of that i'm watching other fucked up movies at the horror, yeah, exactly. movie, horror movies in general mm-hmm. uh were my bag so but i would always come back to some of the older ones because they'd always be on like sci-fi late at night or something like that mm-hmm. but none the millennium series is kind of a like i said a niche kind of thing for fans especially our age because we were in, coming in out the, of it in the states too because this is all we got from the, this series like as a theatrical release yeah because everything else you would find you would have to wait to be put on videotape to be sent to you exactly if you ordered it or maybe your small town video store had it right in the bargain bin somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be on the fucking shelf with two like you remember all right so everybody remembers going to the video store and there'd be like the new movies coming out and there'd be like 15 fucking copies of the new movie mm-hmm. but there'd always be that one on the shelf that's new yeah. it's just one copy yes and you're just like who the fuck rented this I want to watch this like <laughs> But, but yeah, to continue the series onward, uh, Megagirus is what uh, follows up uh, immediately afterwards, and not really any continuity from uh, Godzilla 2000 leading up to, to this one. Again, it's just a rebooted uh, version of uh, the 54 uh, Gojira. 
Yeah, it's so Mega Gyrus um, is new. I will say that. Yeah, they brand took a chance new. with a brand new monster, uh, mutated version of a fictional uh, Mega Nulian. <laughs> yeah, Mega, uh, Mega Gyrus is regarded as the queen of the species. So. Uh, the matriarch of the entire fucking species. She mm-hmm. shows up again in Final Wars, but so does everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, you know, year 2000, a one-year turnaround, just like the rest of the Millennial series, because they all just one-year turnaround. So from t- 1999 to 2004, we get six films. Yeah. That's Toho's a, just pumping them out. And that's, you know, that's a fast turnaround. I think that's what kind of hurts it a little bit, because there was that part, you know, when we were talking about the podcast last time, um, there were a few years in that second and third generation and like film I'm, series. And like I was saying, Toho wanted to take a longer break from putting out any movies, but they kind of, you know, they wanted to keep the the uh, the name alive after such bad publicity from uh, the American one. So yeah, and this came out around Christmas time in two thousand. Um, yeah, I noticed that all these uh, a lot of the, all these movies uh, get released around Christmas time. It's like a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but for Japan. <laughs> So they they still they still went with the same the continuity wise they still still went the same with the same Godzilla two thousand look yeah uh, they kind of ignore the events of the first one yeah <laughs> um, and they kind of go they kind of put everything aside from the fifty four Godzillas um, now plot wise I don't remember this one as well uh, I'm kind of just skimming through here looking at it uh, but I honestly I can't remember this movie. I remember seeing the monster. Yeah. The the mega mega the mega, the mega Gyrus, yeah. yeah. Or mega Guire. Yeah. Guirus. It's kinda of, it's kinda of like Angyrus from the uh, Showa era. It's like Angyrus and Angilus. Doesn't matter, it's gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this was like just like a giant kind of like a reptilian moth creature or a kinda of like Batra really from the uh Heisei series, but purple. Yeah. And uh, again, they try to use uh, CGI on this one, like, but it looks like PlayStation Two graphics with all the little uh, insects, um, you know, attacking Godzilla at first. And apparently, there's that's supposed to be uh, those bugs are supposed to be a callback from the original Rodan movie, mm-hmm. where it starts off with all the bugs. Yeah. But then they form and uh, to the Mega Gears creature, and uh, this is all from again. This is a theme that gets used in this series a lot: a blood fusion with Godzilla, much mm-hmm. like uh, Orga does in the Millennium uh, Godzilla 2000 movie. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of a kind of added to the niche of this yeah you know, they found something new because you know Jurassic Park was doing that and, you know oh we found some blood and a mosquito and some amber and <laughs> like include DNA with every plot point with yeah. a monster with somehow except they didn't have like a cartoon hi I'm Mr. DNA yeah <laughs> with a weird southern draw yeah howdy y'all let's learn some science <laughs> yeah, and just, it just tell you about dinosaur DNA <laughs> I, that's still my favorite part I, I, why they, they they brought it back for Jurassic World which I loved I didn't watch. I still haven't seen Jurassic World. There's a yet. callback to the little DNA man from the first movie. Really? He's like, "Hi, I'm Mr. DNA." Let me let me explain uh, genetics to an eight year old <laughs> with a southern accent. <laughs> let me show you if it really had a southern accent. It was a really southern person. It's like, let's smack God in the face. <laughs> yeah. God creates dinosaurs. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the, it's the whole Lord Dern. Yeah. Um, I would love that, that. That'll be our next series, the Jurassic Park movies. Hey, I was to say that. Hey, Discord members, is Jurassic Park is the Jurassic World series? Is it a kaiju series? It fucking better be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Mega Gears again. Not a whole lot to chew on this one. It was kind of the uh, the fight scenes are get shit on because it gets a little cartoony towards the end, where like Godzilla does like a fucking belly flop on the monster. Yeah. 
at the very end, you see the this uh, camera pan up. There's a camera shot where it's uh, Godzilla kind of just like this, where he's posing like you know with his like arms up like in T Rex pose, doing mm-hmm. a belly, belly flop. <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> It's a wrestler. Yes, <laughs> it's a fucking. I'm supposed to put him in a fucking headlock. Well, it's about like the uh, you know the sh- all the Showa era uh, movies with uh, with Megalon and Gigan were pretty wrestlery enough, but you never saw Godzilla just kind of jump off the fucking turnbuckle. Well, yeah, like you, he had that one move where he kind of like laid on his tail and like did a drop kick. Yes, remember that one? The tail kick. The tail kick. <laughs> but like they gave him special moves, kind of like. Are you making this for like a fighting game, <laughs> or like there's all those weird kind of uh, trans those editing transitions with like Mega Gears, for example, where you see him kind of float in place, but like uh, it does the camera angle on the the background kind of does like a 360, mm-hmm. and it looks very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking weird as shit. But yeah, Mega Gears again, you don't see him. It reminds me of like, like a like a dragonfly like a mutated yeah, dragonfly there you go yeah exactly it was just a giant dragonfly and as far as like the human plot I mean it's kind of like any other Godzilla movie where they're what like, are we going uh, to do we must help Godzilla Godzilla wins end oh, well Godzilla's a menace in this <laughs> yeah. one again too yeah that's kind of the thing with all these movies is that Godzilla is like a menace you know, or like the uh, the big bad that they gotta take out but you know that's just that's kind of like I think a, that divide, do you think that divides a lot of the Godzilla fans you know Godzilla being the hero or Godzilla being the monster that destroys all oh man I guess it depends on the movie too but with uh, I think Godzilla works best when he's like it's a better story if he's you know a, a terror like yeah. a, a threat mm-hmm. you know here's here's this uh, giant radioactive monster that you know is unstoppable in a mm-hmm. lot of ways and that's why a lot of these creatures kind of uh, come out of the woodwork yeah uh, it's hard to say. I kind of like him as the hero because uh, it kind of evolves him a little bit. Because in the begin, like in the beginning, he's yeah. the uh, you know the monster that destroys the city. Period. Yeah. That's it. And that's that's his only dynamic, really. Mm-hmm. I guess as a hero, he gets a little bit more dynamic. But how do you add character dynamic to a, a guy, creature, a, a guy, guy in a suit, rubber suit that roars? Yeah. <laughs> you give him a drop kick. That's what you. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or uh, the fly, t- when he flies and he tucks his tail under and, you know, kind of like uses his breath as propulsion yeah. in that one movie. But yeah, I think this one's like the uh, one that everybody shits on the most. Like, this is like ne- not celebrated a lot and, you know. and Well, out of, out of the six, this is probably the most forgettable one. I think so. The monster's pretty cool, but that's about it. And just the, un- the weird CGI just doesn't help. And it only gets worse as the series progresses. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really do great. Uh, I think it's because they're still using the suit. Yeah. Um, CGI hasn't got that far. No, not to where it's just like, you know, everything is CG. It's not so like where it's video game level like mm-hmm. it kind of is these days with movies like this. So I think the the, the suit suitmation is pretty much dead yeah. in a lot of moviegoers' eyes. It's, yeah. about, it's not unlike... You know, when suitmation was a thing, that was the death of like stop motion animation. Mm. You know, and or, you know, around this time, you know, it's the later two thousands. Um, there's a lot of other uh, movies coming out with just straight CGI. Nothing, no, no puppeteering. Mm-hmm. Puppeteering's going out of the way, especially in horror movies. Yeah, it's changed. There's not really any monster movies either. Like outside of like maybe what Cloverfield, mm. and even that's just more. St- this monster is very subtle in yeah. that movie, but I think a lot of it is um, if you remember during the or we had talked about during the horror podcast, um, horror movie podcast, um, early two thousands, horror movies dominated. 
yeah with saw leading the way yeah, and everything and, too and, and what are the what are, what is the core values of those horror movies independent directors mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck they want to do you saw a few remakes but you saw a lot of like independent stuff a lot of japanese horror movies coming over a lot of german horror movies coming over a lot of gore based yeah but it's it's like viciousness it's not a lot of you don't need cgi you know you don't really need all that practical effects goes a long way well even in japan they were still they were doing a lot of crazy you know uh, a lot of crazy horror and a lot of crazy hyper violent movies yeah. too with practical effects and i think i think because it, all the those guys their focus was on those horror movies and these indie projects that were getting carried over, like uh, Juan. You remember that one? No. Uh, there was Juan. Then there was. Uh, they made it into another one. Had uh, what's her name? The girl that played Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? They made an American version of it. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of it was just ghosts and demons and shit. Yeah. Again, not really any monsters. But like you can imagine, like them cracking out these movies like these Toho films and it's just like hey we can't get the same guy why because he's working on three other horror movies right now uh-huh. so I think I think what it is is the availability of you know the people that are really good at it not being available anymore yeah well that's kind of kind of like a shortage of talent well they kind of take a shot with uh, hyper talent in the next movie that follows up after this Godzilla Mothra and King Ghidorah giant monsters all out attack Fuck shout, this title. <laughs> shout out to the the sentence that is this title. Yeah. I think it's called like, well, uh, what was the acronym where it's like GMK or something like that? Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, with this one, we talk about, you know, uh, good directors and uh, folks that have uh, made their names in outside projects uh, leading up to this. In this movie, Toho reaches out to, um, I forget his name, but it's the this filmmaker that made three Gamera movies that were pretty dark and pretty famous and you know re- highly celebrated in the monster movie community especially in japan so they were just kind of like why don't we get this guy to make a godzilla movie he's got three solid gamma movies How, what could possibly go wrong with this well this one is another mashup movie yeah this is just like destroy all monsters you know this is we got to include all as much talent as we can well what happened i was reading something on this uh the the guy that uh, made this movie uh, could you? Uh, uh, I need to. I should have written his name down. But uh, he, uh, his initial idea was to have uh, Godzilla uh, fight some of the lesser known Toho monsters like Angiris, mm-hmm. that was mentioned, and uh, Baragon. They kept Baragon for this movie from yes. the uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World movie, and uh, they also he also wanted to include Varen. Which is who shows who's in Destroy All Monsters and uh, who has his own movie from like you know some of the early early Toho days, yeah, like, but like Gamera and fucking Rodan. Yeah, well, Gamera was uh, uh, from a separate film company. Yeah. I think it was like Die or something like that. I forget what I'm probably saying it wrong. I probably should have written all this out. My Tennessee ass ain't gonna say this uh, <laughs> these Japanese na- studio names real well anyway. Well, like the, the director. Um this is like his first Godzilla movie. Yes, but again, made his bones making those uh, Gamera movies. And uh, his idea was to make Godzilla not only a menace, but an absolute terror. Yeah. <laughs> like, Godzilla is like the villain in this hardcore... The quicker fucker-upper. <laughs> well, you see... Uh, it's wild. So, like, but the reason he's like he's a villain is because he's supposed to be. It's much like a, it's like a twist on the '54 uh, Gojira movie, where he's like the spirit of everything wrong that happened during World War II, incarnate as this unstoppable beast, just wreaking havoc on Japan. Yeah, this I love the sentence on this one. The film places Godzilla in an antagonistic role, possessed by the souls of those who were killed during World War II. Yeah, while Mothra, King Ghidorah, and mm-hmm. Baragon 
team up to defeat him. That it, makes no goddamn sense. I know. I, I know. And again, because of like, a, he wanted to use Angiris and Varen, but this Toho was like, we, you got to use some more familiar monsters. Because so, we got to sell this movie. <laughs> I, I see where they, they were claiming that this would be a serve as a direct sequel to the original 1954 Godzilla, ignoring the events of every other installment in the series. Yeah. So but, this is this is kind of like a like a prequel sequel. Yeah. Well, these, these like all time, are like well, like a timeline sequel. You know what I'm saying? All these are. Where they every, all just vary off a little bit. It's like continuity continuity has never been a strong suit in any of these Godzilla movies, Godzilla, even like as far back from the Showa era. The Godzilla multiverse of madness. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like this one, it's a little bit more grittier. It's a little bit more, you know, Godzilla's the bad guy. Yeah, still. You, and you see the perspective of like some of these bystanders that just get fucked up by Godzilla. Like a cut, there's one scene where it's, there's there's this uh, girl that's in a hospital bed that sees Godzilla just walking by her window and she's freaking out and she's cu- cowering under her covers. And uh, you see the head and the torso walk by the window and... Mm. And it's gone, and she has a she kind of has a sigh of relief, and then all of a sudden, here comes the tail, boom, knocks, yeah. kills her and everybody inside the building, and the building's destroyed. Yeah, I think that that goes to those people who really like the Shin Godzilla series. Well, that came out. Uh, this came out before the Shin Godzilla. Yeah, yeah but like movies. that's what the Shin Godzilla was. It mm-hmm. was an evil Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> a bad guy Godzilla. The, undes- the indestructible force for sure. And then you see people just like getting just torched. Yeah, and shit like that. It's a gritty ass movie. Yeah, it's man bear pig. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I haven't seen those uh, Gamera movies that uh, this guy made either, but I really want to see those, and I have no idea how you can get a hold of those. So let me know the Discord where I can find these Gamera movies <laughs> illegally on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one has a lot more. Uh, if, uh, if I remember, right, a lot of uh, not just like the little scale model town, like cities and stuff. They added a lot of CGI. If yeah. I remember correctly, just for like the destruction parts. Mm-hmm. There's like one, there's the one part where King Ghidorah shows up. At the very end, and he's all like PlayStation Two graphic out, where it's like there's so much light. It's like a combination of suit of suitmation and CGI, but the CGI over the suit just is very jarring. Yeah, it's very bright, and the Ghidorah suit itself isn't all that great looking anyway. It looks it looked kind of like a uh, kind of like a gold toy. It does. Yeah. Yeah, and then Mothra shows up just to get killed it like she does in all of these movies yeah like they didn't really do nothing to mothra it's still the same they didn't really change it much no there's the same same colorful fucking moth that just shows up exactly that's always like she's like the go-to like uh you know anti-monster force Mm -hmm. against godzilla but she doesn't really add anything to the movie i don't think there's uh the baragon edition was pretty cool to see and I was talking with Chris uh, before we started rolling. There's some really fun footage on YouTube of uh, the suitmation actor in the Baragon suit from this movie, just hamming it up and just really getting into it. Like when they open up the jaw, you can just hear this uh, this female actor. She's just like, ah, ah. <laughs> just fucking it up. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, this is probably my favorite Godzilla suit though in this uh, series. They kind of they give him like lifeless eyes that kind of add to the yeah to the villainous aspect of them and they uh they keep the uh the, the, the fins on his back aren't aren't as big as they are in the previous two movies and they keep the uh the charcoal uh black color of uh like the heisei suit that's probably my favorite godzilla suit was the heisei suit this from one like, this uh, one also had the uh the the end question mark yeah, yeah where it's like uh Godzilla's just done. He's on the bottom of the ocean floor, but his heart's still going. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. And, of course, and with all of this uh, 
with all of this promise with the director and uh, all of your big bad you know uh, regulars like Adora and Mothra on top of uh, everything else with this movie doesn't really do all that well either and everybody's just like what the fuck and the direct I remember uh, reading something the director said where he uh, said something about how Toho put way too much pressure on him and that kind of added to uh, uh, the the tone of the movie and why it didn't do so well and he after that he was just like I, I'm not going to do another one of these this is too much yeah and almost one year to the day uh, they decided to go another separate path Mm-hmm. With uh, the Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla. Hey, if, if you got Mecha Godzilla and Mothra back, might as well bring in uh, one of the other. Ch- <laughs> uh, this one is a uh, this one was considered a reboot that ignores the events of every installment of Godzilla, just like all the other ones leading so, up to so this. It's a direct sequel to the 1954, so mm-hmm. it's another timeline branch, um, and it, and it was fo- followed by the next one, Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Yeah, and these kind of run together. Yeah. Now, just like on box office, it, they made quite a bit just in Japan alone. Um, 1.9 billion. Uh, oh. That, just in box office in Japan only. In yen, though, yeah. right? Yeah, yen. Um, whatever the fuck that translates to. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they, they released them around Christmas time. It's about like uh, like we were talking about Star Wars or Marvel movies and over here in the States and things like that, too. But, uh, yeah, this one's kind of, you know, there's uh, another uh, initiative Human initiative against Godzilla. It's yeah, always Jap- a group. The Japanese, the J- Japan Self Defense Forces. Yeah, uh, they decide to uh, create the Mecha Godzilla, also nicknamed uh, Kiru. Kiru, <laughs> with uh, again using Godzilla DNA, they find uh, apparently this is what happens in this one. This is kind of where they find the original Gojira's bones that got destroyed by the uh, uh, the bomb in the first movie, the oxygen bomb, the oxygen bomb, or yeah, and uh, make uh, Kiru out of all that. Mm. And we'll get we'll get to it with a new new like American series, but I, that's what I really liked about the uh, the Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. movie is they bring that oxygenator or they destroy all monsters, the king of all monsters. Uh, America, <laughs> I'm sorry, they all run together, but the yeah. king of all monsters they kill Godzilla with an oxygen bomb. And dude, I love that. Like yeah. that, that's a pull, you know, huge from, fucking pull. And I would I can't wait to dive into that one because I think that series is pretty solid. With, mm-hmm. even with its flaws and everything but with these two mo- with uh, these two again you know this come in 2002 and in 2003 again it's a time where like suitmation is you know not celebrated as much and uh, the fights look cool you know that's kind of what the uh, especially the sequel the sequel kind of uh, is just a big you know outside of the, mo- the uh, human plot the focus is just the, the big monster fight at the very end yeah like a quick one on this one is uh, so they were using they were using him as a remote control robot basically yeah and it didn't work out so they had to get inside of him like he's a fucking Gundam yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they were able to pilot him just a little bit to kind of defeat Godzilla but then they make the direct sequel Tokyo SOS mm-hmm. and going into that and one and Mothra's in that one too yeah, going into that one though, real quick, it's still, it's this, it's, it's two movies that weren't your part that are basically the same fucking movie. Yeah, Toho just wanted had to put out a Godzilla movie, and from what I read, uh, when uh, Tokyo SOS was still being developed, they were already making the Final Wars or putting that into production. But uh, what's your overall thoughts on the uh, the Kiru or uh, the Millennium Era Mecha Godzilla suit? It was cool. Like it, it looked like a Power Rangers like Megazord. It, a did. Bit. it looked like the Green Ranger Megazord. It looked like they kind of took the all the uh, cool elements from uh, the Showa era mm-hmm. Mecha Godzilla and the Heisei era with like the the cannons on the sho- shoulders and all that. Yeah, and they kind of kept the uh, 
similar uh, face to uh, the Showa era one where it's more pointy, has that crest on top. Yeah. Um, the thing I liked about these two, I've only watched them once, but I can remember them pretty well, was they go back to the infant island with the two Mothra twins. Yeah. They bring that back. We hadn't seen that in a while. Yeah, because I don't think Mothra twins were even in the, the previous movie with Mothra. No. Um, they still made Godzilla kind of a bad character, like a bad guy. Yeah. Which I liked. I, you know, that in this in this kind of phase, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're going directly from nineteen fifty four to now, yeah. Yeah, it's it's solid. There's no reason to change it. Um other like like they did with the other like pre Heisei series, which was another monster came, Godzilla has to kill it. Mm-hmm. It's like a Scooby Doo adventure. What the monster of the week yep. or whatever. Yeah, there's like a Kenny that shows up. <laughs> just fucks shit up. Yeah, really? No, not really any Kenny's in uh this series from what I can tell. No, the, the, they kept the kid thing down. I think it was because a lot of the Heisei series pissed off a lot of people with just like the, the slapstick comedy. Yeah, or like the Mothra, or like the Mothra movies that came out in the '90s too. Yeah. People for Toho was pumping out a lot of shit in the yeah. '90s with their uh, with their suitmation. What's funny is uh, they created a uh, in the in the sh- in the in the show there was the Xenomorph Self Defense Force, which. The first time we see Xenomorph is the alien I was going to say, where's James Cameron? Yeah, James Cameron's a <laughs> or, or Ridley Scott. He's like, he's like, yeah, you can use that word. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but like around this time, you know, this is, uh, it's 2003. Um, American audiences have kind of forgot about Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, I don't remember seeing any material. From these like, two movies at all from yeah, me like, either. I remember seeing the the cover. I remember seeing the posters because a buddy of mine had the posters. He he collected those. Um, but we never saw the movies until later on. No, we got older. I was yeah exactly. I was in high school when all when uh, these movies were being released, and by then I had moved on, and I heard I have not heard anything about any of these. And by the time two thousand four rolls around with the final uh, Toho release of Godzilla, uh, to at this point. You know, it it wasn't even on my radar. None of these movies were even on my radar. It wasn't until like uh, I was in college in two thousand six, two thousand seven, and when I f- saw the last edition of this series, Final Wars, or bits and pieces, because again, this shit was hard to find <laughs> in America. But yeah, uh, going into like I mentioned earlier, Tokyo SOS was uh, while that was being made, Toho was already putting into production Godzilla Final Wars because it was the 50th anniversary of the mm. first Godzilla movie. You would think they would just spend those five years trying to create the best fucking Godzilla movie instead of making six of them. I th- well, <laughs> I think it comes back to that uh, to the idea of how uh, audiences had moved on from the jo- from the kaiju genre or like the giant monster, the suitmation monster at this point. And this one, this one premiered after Thanksgiving 2004 in Los Angeles. This is the first. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, this. I think that was the only uh, U.S. theater that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that showed this in the. Yeah, so they did the, they did the Hollywood Walk of Fame with this one. That, like you said, this is the 50th anniversary, um, and like people don't really understand. I guess people don't understand like the importance of these type of movies mm-hmm. when they first come out. You know, a giant monster movie uh, does a lot. You know, everybody forgets like. It's in the goddamn Criterion Collection. Yeah. The Godzilla movie is. And how important it is just to filmmaking in general. Absolutely. Um, and I, I like how people just pass it off as like, oh, he's just some hokey fucking 
monster character or a lot of people who just don't i'm not a big fan of godzilla or, or it seems kind of stupid it seems like some power rangers oh, bullshit that's for kids yeah that's for kids mm-hmm. uh, i think this one kind of pushed it a little bit further than that i think it worked out pretty good they tried to do a whole they tried to do a lot with this movie they hired on a director that was famous for making you know hyper violent japanese movies to mm-hmm. do, direct this and he directed it all right. They tried to. They fit everything in the kitchen sink into this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, he he had done quite a few um, different movies. Uh, even after this, he did the Midnight Meat Train. I don't know if you saw that one. No, it's a it's a horror flick. Um, See, again, like you were talking about, like horror directors and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and guys that knew how to tell, you know, really intense stories. Yeah, and he did he did a couple other like upbeat stuff too but the, i remember i remember the final wars poster because i didn't watch the movie till about 2008 yeah same here um and i remember seeing the poster and i was like damn there's a lot going on in this fucking movie so yeah they crammed so many monsters in this movie a lot of a lot of showa era monsters mm-hmm. like the ibera the, the giant lobster the yeah, sea monster like, they weren't even put in the movie they were just kind of like it's old film footage added well, they ha- well that one. You know, well, I don't know if it was that so much. I don't remember that, but I remember like all these CGI versions of these mm-hmm. monsters you too. Actually, and uh, if I remember right, Final Wars is also the 1998 Godzilla shows up in Sydney, Australia. That's the one thing I remember being talked about the most when this came and he out. Gets its ass kicked by yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> you see, yeah, you, they they call him just Zilla. Yeah. in this movie, or he's referred to as just Zilla, yeah. and in worse cgi than in the 98 movie you see him come after a godzilla and just get and again like you were saying he gets tail whipped into uh this one of the uh the sydney opera house the sydney opera house (laughs) um which and that's the kind of one of the uh things about this movie is that godzilla is back as again a menace on a rampage and just fucks everybody up and that's about all i remember yeah (laughs) and that's all this movie is outside of the human story and don fry yeah, and Don, and Don Fry. Fry with a gun and a samurai sword <laughs> and a fantastic mustache. Oh yeah, handlebar all the way. But yeah, they got a. But yeah, this movie includes what? Uh, like I said, Ibra f- at first, and then Angiris is in it. And then uh, Kimunga, uh, mm-hmm. the spider, King, uh, King Caesar, Kimunga's and, the spider, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Kamakaris, Hedora, Ibra, Angiris, King Caesar, Zilla, Kumongo. Uh, the people from Planet X, Monster X, they're all fucking in this like fucking I know. movie. A lot of them were like the B uh, monsters from yeah. the show era, like like King Caesar, who who was only in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, and that was it. And yeah, the man never, and the mantis from like the sea monster yeah. movie, which was yes. an odd pull. A lot of odd pulls in this movie. Yeah, it's, it it made it seem like hey, he never really killed him. Yeah, they were just they're on like reservations or something it's kind of like a their attempt at destroy all monsters again for uh final wars rodan is in it yeah uh i remember this one uh, godzilla looking a little bit different um they look, mm-hmm. looked a little bit more muscular for some reason like the way they padded the the suit yeah the tail seemed longer they made him bigger mm-hmm. um and they also had uh oh i was blanking on one geigen geigen becomes the big bad in this movie mm-hmm. Which was kind of like grew to be a fan favorite just because of how bizarre he looked. Yeah, but they make him look even more bizarre. Like he gets two or three forms in this movie because, like every other Godzilla movie, every big bad monster is controlled by aliens, and that kind of leads into like the uh, the human plot of this movie, which is even more batshit. <laughs> yeah. So Gigan, um, 
he seems like a monster who was put together by committee. Yeah. Let's give him razor hands. Let's give him wings. Let's give him one eye. Let's give him a beak. Let's give him a saw belly. <laughs> yeah. And then they change it later on with sword hands instead of claw hands. You know, just... <sighs> well, then they give him like a grappling hook hands towards the end yeah. of the movie. <laughs> like Mecha Gaiden or some shit like that. Something like that. He, the whole, the whole thing, you know, he shows up in 1972, then shows back up in 2004. It's it's just, mm-hmm. it's batshit insane. <laughs> yeah, and then like the uh, the aliens that are controlling him are the uh, Zylons. The Zylons, yeah, and they they all look like uh, Matrix rejects because it's 2004. <laughs> they look like they run a really badass BDSM bar somewhere. In Japan. Yeah, <laughs> and they're and they're on the quest for was a world domination or I forget what like their goal was, but yeah, they're just kind of like doing their alien and it's the classic alien invasion theme and uh, mm-hmm. this group of. Uh, uh, a, a ragtag bunch of foes. It's always a yeah, ragtag group of uh, of individuals that include uh, homeboy from MMA. <laughs> yeah, uh, Don Fry. Don Fry. Just Don Fry's performance in this movie, though. Any performance from an American in a Japanese movie is kind of off kilter a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially in the Heisei series and before that. Uh, we before uh, when Cap came to came here today he uh, saw me watching uh, Megalon versus Godzilla yeah you can watch a ton of these movies on HBO at and then there's like there's like a Japanese cult inside of a mountain yeah <laughs> he's trying to let, let Megalon loose or whatever and then um, there's like some random white guy who's the head of the cult with sideburns and fucking depleting hairline oh I know it and he's just yes. like yes and he's got like a tattoo on yeah, his fucking arm it's like dude and he's blonde yeah. he's really tan it's like why the fuck are you here are you a <laughs> Are you a tourist? Some <laughs> fucking plumber was just on set and was like, hey, you want to play the fucking alien? You want to play the cult leader? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, speaking of, like, the human parts in this, there's a lot of, like, kung fu yeah. scenes in this. There's, like, a motorcycle chase. <laughs> Don Fry with the fucking samurai sword. Yeah. It's like, why is this in a Godzilla movie? And why is this eating up a good portion of the fucking runtime? Because it's badass. I guess, but I don't want to that in a Godzilla movie. I want to see like monsters fighting each other. And again, there's not a whole lot of monster rack fights in it because Godzilla just fucking tail whips everybody off screen <laughs> for the yeah. most part. Um, and so yeah, the, the fight, the fight moves in are very slow or clunky, mm-hmm. which I, this, this is kind of what I really like about the new CGI movies mm-hmm. is um, a little bit more natural movement. Yeah. No, you see, especially in the newest uh, Brian Cranston one. Yeah. The Godzilla. Even though he's only in the movie, like Godzilla's only in the movie for about 10, 15 minutes. No, no. There's the, 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 the on screen uh, time for Godzilla varies in these new ser- these new movies, which I can't wait to get into when we cover it, that series. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it more, but I think it just adds a little bit more element to it yeah because we actually have like you know somewhat of a compelling you know human story surrounding that movie which in this one is just over the top you know action yeah action 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 well with the like if you could like rank it for like the the beginning era the heisei era and the millennium era where would you where would you stack those oh for the oh Uh, just godzilla-esque movies um see i grew up on the heisei series okay so that probably 95 back yeah, ninety five. It's like eight ninety five to eighty five, yeah. or whenever uh, Godzilla Returns was mm-hmm. released. That's probably my favorite series. And there's a lot of movies from the Showa era that I like. You know, from Gojira, the original Gojira, mm-hmm. up till uh, Retur- uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Yeah, that's also a shit ton of movies too. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good. There's a some good stuff in that series too. So that's number two. This one, 
uh, like we've talked about, it suffers the fate of being, you know, kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time as yeah. a result of, you know, a backlash of a terrible movie that was re- version that was released in the States. Yeah. And after this movie, Toho just shelved the idea of making a Godzilla movie for 10 years. Yeah. Because I remember seeing I remember seeing a quote that said uh, said something along the lines of like, we're not making any new fans with these movies yeah. you know kids aren't getting excited about godzilla anymore you know i'll say that uh, i was in the movie theater and the preview for godzilla came on right the brian cranston mm-hmm. one. it came on and it was so fucking good like the trailer. i was so excited so me and my buddy ken were in the fucking movie theater seeing this trailer it's like the third time i've seen the trailer already yeah dude three seats down for me we're at a matinee it was a woman and her little kid the little kid's like two seats down from me. I can hear him whisper to his mom, what's that? <laughs> and like he, you could tell like he's excited. That's like, awesome. That's what you like, want. That's, that's what, that's, you know, that's what I want to see is like another set of fans. Like we see with the Star Wars series, you know, uh, Sans the racist. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but right then I was just like, man, that's cool. You know, even like, just have that idea in your high go back to when you first saw something like that it's like man that was badass wasn't it it's kind of now it's just some hokey bullshit with puppets and like yeah. guys in suits but back then man when you're a kid that's the shit exactly and that's what you know it captures your imagination that's why we get drawn to these movies and i'm with you on this I, the heisei series is probably the best out of all the japanese and you know just eras of godzilla yeah uh just because of what they're able to do with you know, the mastery of, you know, creating the little cities, mm-hmm. creating, you know, it's not just some hokey construction set they found at a store. And the uh, suits look great. Yeah, and they've always, they were always making new suits, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the the galaxy Godzilla, the one with the giant rock. The, spi- the space Godzilla. The space Godzilla was always like, damn, dude, that's a great idea, you know, is making giant crystals and shit like that. I thought that was one of my favorite toys. I've said it before on the podcast, but that was one of the cooler ones. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I, I still like the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla to an extent. If like I'd love to sit here and just rip on it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to rip on. I mean, like if you got two maybe two hours to kill and you just want to watch like a lesser Jurassic, Lost World Jurassic Park, then by all means. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I remember uh just go back to that one real quick. I remember the biggest uh fuck you moment was the little Godzillas. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the Velociraptor scene from the first Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> Except it looked good in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but with the Final Wars, again, I don't think kids were getting fired up about these movies at all. I think with the the suit, ma- the, the thing that made the the suit mation in in the Heisei era great is because this was pre. Uh, a lot of it was in and around uh, Jurassic Park when CGI was just beco- starting to become refined on a big budget. But all these Heisei Godzilla movies, you know, stood toe-to-toe with it in a lot of ways you know it's still a godzilla movie and still guys with suits but everything looked great and everything uh you know everything looked menacing everything just kind of uh you know of course they all had their flaws just like any other godzilla movie but still by the time by the time final wars comes out Jurassic park 3 had already come out yeah um do you remember that one pretty well? I, I do. do. I saw that in that the theaters. One, that one was pretty cool. That one had the pterodactyls. The pterodactyls? I liked it a lot when I saw it in theaters. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I know people shit on it these days. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because it just has Grant in it. Yeah. And, mm, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, 
now I heard all of them are coming back for this last one. Yeah, everybody's getting a, Jurassic World Dominion. Everybody's getting a payday. Like every character is coming back. Like Jeff Goldblum, Lord Dern. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is coming back, which I think is pretty good. I don't like the idea of uh, the Asian guy was a villain. Yeah, the doctor. They, they made him like a villain. See, I've, I've, I haven't watched these movies, but I know that happens. Yeah. But it's kind of the same way. Uh, same thing as to why people aren't, you know, like we talk about how I've s- seen these dinosaur movies on screen a bunch of times, and now they look even more CGI, and it's now it's even, now they're crossbreeding, and they're doing they're like, hey, it's a new dinosaur, but it's like this, that, and the other. It's just like I want, you know, my Michael Crichton grounded in reality, fucking uh, dinosaur yeah, movie. Michael Crichton. I would love to do a whole series just on Michael Crichton, how batshit insane he is. Oh, I know it, and why he hates theme parks. I know it. We <laughs> joke about this all the time about how like our one, he had one bad day on a roller coaster, <laughs> and he created Jurassic Park in Westworld. Yes. <laughs> speaking of you know, speaking of extra content, uh, we may be doing a dive on uh, Westworld. Um, Coming oh, up. we should watch the uh, the old Westworld. Yes, there's two actually. There's uh, there's Westworld the movie, and then there's a Westworld TV show that came out in the seventies. Oh, I didn't 80s. realize there was the TV show. It was very short lived, but then they brought it back. Oh, I do remember like them talking about the eighties one. But the yeah. cool thing about the Westworld movie, you know, you're going off a tangent, you know, getting off that. I know it's like but, like yeah, we'll come there's back not much to, to it. say about there's not much to say about the Millennium series. Yeah, this is like the lesser series. Yeah, out of all of these. Like, hey, let's start a new timeline. Let's start a new timeline. Let's make two movies in a row. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then let's do the 50th anniversary and just call it quits pretty much pretty that's, much that's all these movies are uh even like you know going you going back to like final wars the cgi scene of him fighting zilla in yeah. australia is fucking terrible I, it, it is but it was a, it was a cheap it was a good laugh among the like i guess quote-unquote godzilla community or whatever oh yeah it's, it's fucking perfect we, one th- we, i would not be remiss if i didn't uh, bring this up at the end that i completely forgot about there's like a teaser for like a big bad at the very end like there's this big beast mm-hmm. that uh is going toe-to-toe with godzilla and godzilla you know kind of has him uh on his toes and you and you think uh, the creature's all, almost defeated and it's kind of like this lumbering two-headed you know multi-headed creature on all fours but then its final form shows up and it's king Ghidorah, but not really king Ghidorah. it gets a third head and then wings but he's like you know a quadruped somehow yeah. you know they were trying to they were trying to shoe in like an evolution of king Ghidorah. yeah which king Ghidorah is everybody knows the plot of king Ghidorah. he came from space yeah that's it that's it uh-huh. Shoots lightning. And he's already in one of these movies, and he didn't look that great either. But yeah. I'll say, I'll say that I will say, you know, when we go to the next series, um, you know, the American, which I, you know, the American, yeah, series, um, and I'll include Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla into that. I know we should do one on Shin Godzilla as well. But they're doing a Shin Ultraman now. Do you see why that? Not? <laughs> why the fuck so not? not. <laughs> Dude, there was some. I was at uh, Second and Charles yesterday, and they had all kinds of like Ultraman shit. Oh yeah, over there it looked pretty cool. I got a, but yeah, second and Charles is uh, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw I I saw that HBO was carrying a good good portion of these movies. They are cherry picked, mm-hmm. like you know, like the Rodan movies on HBO. That's a classic. As yeah. far as like an old fifties monster movie, I it's it's solid. Yeah, um, you could possibly I know you can probably find a lot of these online. Probably YouTube because it's YouTube's got a lot of Godzilla movies out there. They're just with ads, streaming for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. free with ads and th- all that kind of stuff too. Unless Toho is just like, which is surprising because Toho is pretty uh, strict with their licensing. I don't think they're really strict with these, with you know how well they've done in the past with uh, King Kong and the Godzilla movies. Um, 
because they're making money off of it. It's their characters, technically, except yeah. for King Kong. But like, they're making money. Dude, did you? We I don't know if we dove deep into this, but you've read, have you read the story on uh, how uh, King Kong kind of happened with uh, how uh, Toho, how the King Kong uh, Toho uh, transaction went down between Willis O'Brien and no, uh, his partner? I mean, I might as well talk about it on this show. I would love to. Uh, before I ramble on any for, further, so like long story short, uh, uh, Willis O'Brien, there was a uh, Toho wanted to make uh, wanted to uh, do a King Kong movie where it, where he was going to fight Frankenstein, yeah, and uh, all this was going on behind Willis O'Brien's back. This was Willis O'Brien's partner pitching the idea to Toho, but Toho was just like, uh, let's not use Frankenstein, let's use one of our own creatures, let's use Godzilla, mm-hmm. and this just created a huge falling out with Willis O'Brien and his partner and. and Kind of made Willis O'Brien go crazy and to the point of suicide. Damn. After a point, it's crazy. We need to do like a whole. Uh, I would love to do episodes on like specific movies. Yeah, that'd be our next step. Yeah. Um, and we'll just cherry pick from. Yeah, exactly. Every, every era, probably just kind of popcorn it from yeah. each one. And if anybody's in the Discord listening to this, uh, if you guys have a favorite uh, Toho movie or uh, Godzilla movie or like anything in this uh, of this ilk that you would like to hear us. Uh, talk about let us know in uh in the comment threads uh on of any course. of that and like you know we're, we want to answer the biggest question is paul bunyan a kaiju yeah really <laughs> is he a giant <laughs> is babe, he a giant kaiju babe is babe, babe the big blue ox is definitely a kaiju yes, <laughs> yes and he kills yes <laughs> um but now nah, overall thoughts on this is like it was an all right series you yeah can tell, you can tell it was kind of a knockoff and it was probably a good reason to stop Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a good way to show it needed to stop. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, this is, you know, it is a short, short era, I think. You know, it only goes probably five, six years. But with them trying to knock them out so fucking fast, you know, and it wasn't like the 50s and 60s where you could do that. Yeah. And put out decent content. This one, this one is, is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Just all kinds of factors with it. Like uh, we mentioned, like uh, creative differences between Toho and the various filmmakers and all that too. But if I had to pick a favorite out of these, probably it would probably be just out of nostalgic purposes, Godzilla 2000, just because of where yeah. I was at the time. And I'll take, I'll take two, th- uh, um, Final Wars just because of how stupid it is. It's so over the top. So you like it for the... A lot of people shit on it because of how over the top it, it is, but you see that as a plus. I see that as a plus. It, it seems like, you know, a fan wrote it. Like It seems like a fan fiction almost. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, it's got aliens. It's got UFOs. It's got, it's got Kung Fu. Know, it's got Kung Fu. It's got Don Fry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Final Wars with Don Fry. Uh-huh. And I like the idea of Godzilla being, uh, being a lumbering menace and uh, being hi- a little bit more violent than usual in um, GMK. Yes. Um, I thought that was a pretty creative twist, even though the movie kind of falls flat in a lot of ways. Yeah, but it's also a good pull to have you know Godzilla still be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, and that divides a lot of fans. I think if you set it up correctly, he can go from a bad guy to a decent like anti-hero character. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Kind of like works- you do. Like the American Godzilla movies did that. Mm-hmm. Like in the first Godzilla movie, he's destroying stuff, but he has a he has a goal, which is to kill those things. Yeah, uh, those radioactive monsters who eat radiation. They call them like the Titans in that yeah. series. But like he he that's what he's there for. Um. And instead of destroying San Francisco, he kind of just moonwalks back into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the next movie, you know, we see the effects of everything and what happened. Yeah. And I think it makes it, it makes it a great kind of 
kind of flick overall. I think so. I'll have to uh, watch all these again. I'm sure they're all on HBO as well. Most of them. The, uh, well, they're the, on streaming. Well, the, uh, the the American ones that are out right now, too, they're they're all on HBO, right? They should be. Okay. The last so three, they, at least. Yeah, because I know, like, I, saw got, Skull, uh, I was browsing through, I saw Skull Island on there, so that's always a I fun one. I'll say, let's include Skull Island on that list. Yeah. That's a solid, that's probably, you know, teasing the next movie. That's probably my favorite one out of this series. It's like, well, the Skull Island, King Kong Skull Island, sets up the universe. Yes. Sets it up with, hey, there's a, there's a picture of. Ghidorah, there's a picture of Mothra, there's a picture of Godzilla, you know. There's there's these like cave drawings of these creatures. I know it, but they always go back they go over the same pool of the same monsters with every uh with every uh era. It's always King Ghidorah, there's always Mothra, there's always Mecha Godzilla, Rodan here and there. So if you had to pick a B one of the B monsters for like any upcoming Godzilla movies. If they were to do like another another Godzilla movie uh, I would like him to do Geigen. I would but like make, that but too. make Geigen like some weird like Jurassic Park scientist like just putting all the DNA together mm-hmm. and scrambling it and then cooking it. Like it's like here we go. Where it's like the we took a turtle and a cat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some Island of Doctor Moreau kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> make get the uh, the gargantuans. <laughs> yeah, the gargantuans. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's about all I got for the uh, this uh, Millennium series. And again, weird time to be a Godzilla viewer, fan, what have you. But uh, we'll continue on in our uh, journey through these uh, through these monsters and their uh, and their movies. And uh, we'll probably uh, outside of go outside of Toho. I'd be cu- uh, be curious to do like a Gamera series or something yeah. like that. Cherry pick some of those. Oh, we'll keep this going. Yeah, not just Godzilla. We'll keep it going. Yeah. Well, from uh, here. From all of us here at the Something Good Network in Kaiju Paradise, this is Cap Morrison, and we'll see you next time.